It's many cultures, one sky. Skywatcher Leo T here. We're excited for the big moment of NASA's Artemis 1 mission. It's set to launch at 6.33 Mountain Time with a launch window of two hours, depending on weather or last-minute calibrations. That's not unusual at all. This is the first mission of NASA's Artemis program of lunar exploration. We can watch it on NASA TV when the time comes, so get up a little bit early. The debut of NASA's Space Launch System, or we used to call them rockets, sending an uncrewed Orion capsule to lunar orbit. Orion will spend six weeks in space, finally returning to Earth in an ocean splashdown October 10th. But the main goal of Artemis 1 is a test flight of the rocket and Orion that are ready to launch and carry astronauts if the Artemis 1 mission goes well. It'll be the first crewed lunar landing since Apollo 17 moon mission in 1972. That's 50 years. And in deep space exploration, let's take the little Skywatcher spaceship out to join the Voyagers. It might take a minute to get there. NASA's Voyager probes to interstellar space, their champions of cosmic exploration. It's the 45th anniversary of the Voyager missions to the outer planets and now into interstellar space. They've traveled farther than any other spacecraft and are still going. They'll probably reach the Oort cloud in about 300 years, transmitting on a power pack the size of a refrigerator motor and a gold disc of the rhythm and blues and music of the Earth from all countries and a map of where we are, just in case they make first contact. And as we look up and look around, we can look at where Voyager went and is going. You can look for the Sagittarius teapot. It's at its highest on the meridian, due south right after nightfall is complete. It's tilting to port of the right. See the chart on the Skywatcher site. On dark nights, the Sagittarius star cloud seems to emerge like steam from the spout of the Sagittarius teapot. And in the steam, or stream I like to call it, above these and slightly to the left is the center of the galaxy. Just try and grasp the idea. I'm, I'm still trying. Above this is the Lagoon Nebula and the small Sagittarius cloud and the Swan Nebula. For your pleasure. Now this from Star Lab, Inuit Star Lore Cylinder and Ole Knudsen. It's many cultures, one sky. Let's take a trip around the globe and northeast to the mysterious giant Greenland, where it is a challenge to survive, but Inuit have done it for a long time. To this culture, the Milky Way is known as Avaguti. Some call it a divider, Avaguti, either just dividing the sky or acting as a separation between the winds, so that if an easterly wind prevails, the Milky Way is blown a bit toward the west. The idea may have come from the fact that in most parts of the Arctic, the Milky Way is sometimes difficult to see because of the, the spectacular aurora, moonlight, or a haze of ice crystals in the air. At various times of the night, the Milky Way band of light spans the sky in different directions because of the location, and thus one can easily imagine that this has to do with changing wind directions. Some North American Inuit use the terms the river or the snowshoe tracks of the raven. So enjoy the mystery and look up, look around, and get lost in space. Skywatcher Leo T.